0: This is Broadway show on cut, live from New York. It's The Cottage. It's a hilarious and star-studded new play from director Jason Alexander. It's filled with top Broadway talent and a Broadway newcomer, but he's no stranger to comedy. He's Saturday Night Live alum, Alex Moffat. There's Paul Wontorek's chat with Alex.
1: Alex, welcome to Broadway. Thank you. What are you doing here? W- uh, that doesn't sound very welcoming <laughs> welcome followed by what are you
0: doing here
1: well it's always fun when there's a you know like when I got the cast list for the cottage mm-hmm. I thought look at all these beloved theater people and this guy who I think is fantastic on Saturday Live I was really excited about it thank you but it's exciting when you know you get a new name in the mix
0: I'm happy to be that new name I, I really I've been looking forward to this like for a really long time yeah. so it's it's super exciting for me too
1: yeah, so where did that was this, is this actually a childhood dream to get to step on a Broadway stage? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We had uh my we had some soundtracks that would play in the kitchen growing uh-huh. up, Phantom, Rent. Okay. It's kind of where it ends, but uh classics. my classics uh and so yeah, I've always been a big uh, you know, Theater fan, and this is this is really cool.
1: I'm not picturing you as Raoul and Phantom or Roger and oh, Rent. You could have, you could have killed some of these roles. Ra- oh, thank you
0: from your <laughs> lips. I mean, when they remounted in
1: 20 years, totally, yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the cottage is a, a cool proposition. It's a new comedy. Yeah. Like a new comedy on Broadway. You've been briefed. Yeah. Yes, I know yeah. all about it, it's and a- I, I actually learned recently it's, it's British. Well, it's not, but it's like it's faux British. I hope it comes off as real British. I mean... But the I, playwright is American. To my knowledge. Okay.
0: Yeah. And the Maybe cast. she has some
1: British You're American. blood.
0: I'm I'm pretty American. <laughs> but Moffat is a Scottish name. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a town in Scotland called Moffat.
1: Oh. Okay. Right. What was your question? My question <laughs> was, what is The Cottage? I mean, oh, if, sure, you mean, know, sure. We don't always get a title where we don't really No, walking in what it is, and that's exciting. You're right because so many things are familiar titles.
0: I know. Here I was trying to just boost the tourism of Moffat, Scotland. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the cottage. I think they're keeping it uh, intentionally a little bit vague, Uh and a a lot of the plot points under wraps, just like they do for Marvel. Uh, I have not signed an NDA, but uh, so I can blab about whatever you want. It's basically it's a it's a new comedy. Uh, there are tons of twists and turns. It also, for all of its hilarity, can I say that it has uh, a very strong feminist undercurrent, uh, which is another thing that uh, drew me to it. I was like, oh, this is really funny. Oh, I see her point. Um, so <laughs> it's a it's a really good play.
1: So it, it it was funny reading it off the page. Yeah. Like when you, I'm curious how you look at comedy, like. You know, I actually, when I see a name like you attached, I think, oh, it must really be funny. Like, you want to be in it. Like, you, you, you know, you, we kind of look to the Saturday Night Live um, cast as experts, I think, in like the comedic tastes of, we of what- We have a PhD in it. Yeah, happened. sure, you got a PhD. Um,
0: yeah, uh, I, I thought it was funny on the page. Um, and I, And also, so yes, there's a lot of comedy on the page. And then now that we're in right. the room across the hall, uh, working it through, putting it up on its feet, it's even more coming to life, and like all the, you know, uh, moments are really just starting to hum. It's great. And also being directed by Jason Alexander. Right. Get out of town. What? What? A, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. I mean, unless I get to work with him again.
1: Yeah. Does he bring his Tony Award into the room? Every
0: day. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Puts it right on the chair where I was right about to sit, and then I have to pick another one. He's a real bully, <laughs> that Mr. Alexander. He makes me call him Mr. Alexander, yeah. too. Yeah. He,
1: it's, it's not a Tony for directing, Jason. Calm down, it's for performing. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> exactly.
0: And that does nothing for me.
1: But uh, yeah, so he kind we of gathered.
0: Get, OK, have we gotten anything we can use? This <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> <laughs> These guys are like, screw you, stop it. Um, sorry, Paul. Go ahead.
1: No, it's all right. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of sort of Broadway uh, stars in the room. There's a lot of TV comedy yeah. stars in the room. It's a, it's a fun mix of people. It's a fun
0: mix. A lot of pros. I mean, Laura Bell Bundy, pros, pro yep. has done it. Is so good and on point. Lily Cooper, incredible. Also, like, is so good at like feeding me, who you said was a comedy expert. She'll be like, what if we do this on, you know. And I'm like, oh, that's really funny. That's really good. You've done this before. And then Dana Steingold, too, is just like so funny and alive. Nehal is so good. Nehal Joshi. Um, Eric McCormack also comes from the TV background. Yeah. But talk about a pro. I mean, that guy knows what he's doing. And then I'm just holding on for dear life while these uh, pros take it away. And I'm, it's, it's a good good company to be in.
1: I guess I'm wondering what the difference is between... So when you were at Saturday Night Live, every mm-hmm. week you would sort of work on comedy scripts right Mm -hmm. and uh, make them funny or maybe they wouldn't maybe they wouldn't work week to week right every week was sort of like see what happens and see what works see what doesn't see what makes the show see what makes them laugh when you're working on a Broadway script it's Mm -hmm. kind of like all this time put into making this this one thing work it's a very different task
0: oh yeah I mean. Already today, we've rehearsed this play, like, I've, we've rehearsed this play more than uh, we ever rehearsed, like, a cold open, for example. The first thing that people see in this live television program that sometimes, especially in the last couple of years that I was on the show, we would get that script at like four in the afternoon on Saturday, right. and then we'd be like, OK, are we going to have time to put this on its feet once? No? All right, I'm just going to read the cards. Now we would usually have at least one one try to right. figure it out in rehearsal. But yeah, this is a different process. It's a you know learning process for me, too. Uh, and it's, it's been a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, it must be that there must have been like sort of a a high to that, right? To that that energy, and now you can sort of like settle in yeah. to something. In yeah, no there's way.
0: nothing high about this at all. <laughs> so, <it's, laughs> um, yeah, that was there was a definite high and like adrenaline rush that came with it. But yeah, this is a little bit different thing. I I'm looking forward. To, I mean, again, this process is super fun, but also I am very much looking forward to getting in the Helen Hayes Theater and having an audience, and uh, you know. Also, you know, with previews, yeah, I, that's another new process to yeah. me. So great, we'll keep learning more about the show.
1: Yeah, a lot yeah. of times the things that work in the rehearsal room, once you get in front of the audience, they have their own opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll be interested to see uh, how they. Yeah.
1: Well, i teach sure, us about the show. But well, I'm sure that's interesting when you're rehearsing a play with a lot of people who know comedy and know what's maybe funny about themselves, mm-hmm. and they've sort of seen a lot of things sort of tested about their own comedic brands maybe mm-hmm. in some way, and then like everybody's together, and then you get in front of an audience, and who knows, who knows what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, man, I can't wait.
1: <laughs> so when you're um, famous for something like Saturday Night Live. Go on. Yes, uh, and you're no longer on the show. Correct. Um, What's it been like, first of all, leaving the show and sort of looking at your career post-show?
0: It's uh, it's certainly an adjustment. You yeah. know what I mean. Leaving, like you say, that weekly adrenaline rush. Um, but uh, I'm having a good time. I gotta say, um, I have nothing but you know great memories. I don't. I wouldn't say nothing but. But it was you know I'm so thankful I got to do that show. Uh, It was like the only job I ever really wanted. Um, And then now I get to hang out with, I got a toddler who I get to see a lot of. I get to do something like this. So, it's
1: great. It's great both ways. Do you have sort of a a plan ahead of like what you want to see your career? Do you just take everything Um, project by project? A little bit.
0: I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I like to stay open to possibilities. Yeah. And, like I said, you know, see see my little gal as much as I
1: can. Yeah, uh, yeah. so even in this nice summer weather, uh-huh. you don't like long. Is it
0: nice summer weather? I don't know if you saw some orange smoke blew in from Canada and blotted out the sun. But beautiful. what were you
1: gonna say? It's beautiful. <laughs> even in the nice summertime, yeah. you don't uh, long to do like guy, who just bought a boat. I mean, it's just it's kind of like his prime. I know. I, I'm i always longing to do a Guy Who Just Bought a Boat. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. There are a few characters, of course. Like, I, I'm going to, I of course, I miss those fellas, but they're always alive in my veins. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean? So, uh no, I mean, i, I just I got to save up a little bit more money and then I'm going to buy a boat myself and then maybe I won't miss them as much. Yeah.
1: Once you have your own boat, you just then I the, think the I'll there. part ways with the guy. Yes, awesome. Yeah. And even with, uh you know, daily Trump indictments. You don't miss doing Eric Trump. Or... I mean,
0: I—that's another one where I'm like, man, that was a blast. Getting to you know, scoot out there on our little chairs with Mikey day and do that little one-two dance. That was a blast.
1: Yeah. yeah. It must be nice though to, you know, to see those things live on. They, do they, they? Yeah, they absolutely live Great. on. They live on, <laughs> on my YouTube. I mean, YouTube I guess they're on feed. YouTube. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, they do. And, and shameless I'm, YouTube plug. I mean, people must always sort of you're gonna deal with that for the rest of your life. I mean people will talk about guy who just bought a boat.
0: One would hope. Yeah. A nice problem to have if people unless people are like hey I know you from somewhere what was it a WeatherTech commercial you did in <laughs> Chicago local ads in 2009? Uh, which I'm recognized for very often uh, as the snarky elf from those uh, Christmas commercials about the laser uh-huh. measured and cut floor mats that uh, <laughs> help to maintain the resale value of your car or truck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he. Uh, you also, with the way nostalgia goes, mm. in like 10 years you'll probably get like a guy who just bought about eight episode hulu series or
0: they're already talking yeah. about it yeah yeah, uh, that's not always yeah it's it's, in it's the always works. a discussion it's a yeah um no and when i say it's in the works i mean i'm trying to get a meeting with anybody who'll take it to you know pitch my idea for for such a show but uh i'd heard that that's thus far no return phone calls but
1: whatever you know it'll be fine i want to bring it up because i felt like we could use this thank you platform somebody to, out there <laughs> to get it up getting moving again yeah um, also, you know you the fun thing about the internet is you can find people's old resumes. Oh god, which is great And so you actually had a theater Section on a resume you, a, you did a lot of stand-up, right? Uh-huh. A lot of um, improv groups. Mm-hmm. How many like improv? Companies were you a part of? Dozens in your life. And then in what a, was like the craziest way. name for one of those? Uh, well,
0: it sounds like this is a leading question. Yeah. Just, I was no, in a no, few no. that were fun. I was in the album. Hello That's not that crazy. Bat. Um, one was named before I got in it and it was called fat kid is that what you're referring to no no no, I was in a play called Santa Claus versus the Nazis so in
1: that one you were chameleon the elf correct
0: yeah that sounds right
1: yeah that sounds right this is a big dramatic role so you have theater god, a real showstopper as chameleon the elf
0: yeah I Yeah, that was like a late night show that was just downright filthy. So is it,
1: are these credits that are like borderline stand-up comedy, uh, I mean sketch comedy, if improv it was comedy, in the, theater?
0: I labeled my sections properly, Paul. If it was in the theater section, I wouldn't put stand-up there. So right, okay. So, Santa Claus versus the Nazis, I think, was a comedy sports production in Chicago. Uh, and again, it was with this group that uh, was like known for being the filthiest group in Chicago. And they would write a new Christmas musical okay. every year. And so a little song and dance and about 100 F-bombs. And uh, we had a midnight crowd that would just double over. It was great. That's awesome. So it's not it's not Broadway. It's different than no, what we're different. doing here. No, different. I was also did yeah, I put ahead. um uh, co prison yeah, yeah, slots yeah, co-ed on there? Yeah, co
1: prison slots. You, were, you well, it said you were the understudy for Hamster Man.
0: Yeah, not the real Hamster Man, but I did understudy Hamster Man <laughs> in co-ed prison slots at the Annoyance Theater in Chicago. What was his deal? Oh, I even uh, wherever this I, I don't think the rating system could uh could deal with what Hamster Man the reason he was in jail—it uh, was really lewd and bad and filthy and evil. And if you've seen the show, I was the understudy of Hamsterman, and he was a true evil dude.
1: So were you just like in the wings, in full costume, ready to go on at any point? As I Hamsterman? wish that would have been
0: cool. No, just one time they uh, had me. It was like an—it was sort of like a rite of passage. If you were like, you know, um, involved at the theater, the Annoyance, which is my favorite theater in Chicago. If you were, uh, you know, pr- like doing stuff there, they might kind of come and anoint you and understudy for this show, which was like the longest running show in Chicago. And I, so I, it was a huge honor to get to understudy Hamster Man, truly. Uh, and then the owner of the theater, who is like kind of a mentor of mine and a guy who owns the theater, I was like, it's there's so much... Uh, dialogue. There's so much singing and I was like only about to do like two performances of it and had learned the entire thing and was like kind of pacing backstage and the guy, Mick Napier, came backstage and he just very sardonically goes, hey, guess what? You're gonna fuck up a ton. And I was like, oh great, thanks. He goes, but also, who gives a shit? I was like, that was so freeing. Thank you, Mick. Uh, so I don't know how much, you can bleep this out, right? Just put a little like, Eggplant emoji over my mouth when I say those things, uh, but yeah.
1: So that was that was freeing. I love picturing that there was like a period of your life where it was just like intense stress about being the underside for Hamster Man.
0: There was, believe yeah, me. I love that. Yeah. yeah, there was. How far are you from? A lo- Many years of my life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now you get to be one of the leads in a new Broadway comedy. Yeah, but don't think that part of me is dead. <laughs> There's also, uh, I mean, I just hate to not to forget. I'm curious about Officer Pony and Glitter in the Gutter.
0: Yeah, Officer good. Pony and glitter in the gutter. Like uh, you went one. deep. I respect that. Sounds like one I would like. I maybe. <laughs> I was a uh I was a roller pizza delivery guy. Oh, wait, no, no, excuse me. That was that was the remount of glitter. No, Officer Pony. I think Officer Pony was just a horny cop. And then <laughs> But then wait. What am I I was also delivering a pizza and something. The pizza delivery. The people happening. who uh, wrote that are gonna reach out and be like, "You don't even remember <laughs> if you were a roller cop or a horny also pizza delivery the guy."
1: Listen, kid. And yes. Ripper the Musical sounds like Ripper the Musical sounds like that was a. Ripper big the Musical for you. was
0: a blast. That was also at the annoyance, as okay. you may have read. Uh, I played um, who's the not Holmes but Watson, and uh, you know I, I gave it my all. So I had a couple sh- of show-stopping numbers.
1: Which of these shows was your big break? To, uh, to And all of them, at to, the
0: time, were my big break. That's awesome. It, uh, you
1: know, I, I gave each one everything I had. It's fun to think about that kid, right? And how like, you put all that energy into like, totally. just getting to do something.
0: 100%. I yeah. mean, in Chicago, like, my M.O. was just like, oh, you'll let me j- get on stage in any way, shape, or form? Great. I'll be there. What do you want me to do? Play this role, do some stand up, do some improv, just try to tap dance for ten minutes, great, I'll take it. So I was uh, I was a, a stage
1: time. Um, I just I craved it. I needed it. And all the skills all come together to lead to the cottage. Don't they though? Right? Everything yeah. it all <laughs> I mean we'll see. That's the big that's the big if, right?
0: And that's going to do it for this week. Until next time, I'm Tamsin Fidel, and
1: this is the Broadway Show Uncut.